With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Lord, I thank you for your love and grace, for 
Hallelujah. Yes, it just, you just want to testify. Greetings, everyone. This is Prophetess Carmen, and you're listening to the Testimony Show on Blog Talk Radio. And on this show, what we do is we call in and we share our testimony. We lift up the name of Jesus. We praise Almighty Father God. And when the Holy Spirit leads, we encourage each other with a word of exhortation, a prophetic word, you know, a word of comfort. We have special guests on, and they share their knowledge and wisdom and truth of who God is in them, and they share it with all the listeners and those who call in. And that's what we do on the Testimony Show, and we thank God for the opportunity to, to minister on this show and to testify of the goodness of God, even in this hour. Our God is a mighty, loving, powerful God. And we are to testify. We are to share our testimony. We are to be living joyful, full of joy, full of abundance, full of life, full of love. Our cup is supposed to run over with the praises and the joy and the magnificence of the glory of God. Because the glory of God is in us, and we are to glorify God. And as we glorify God, we go from glory to glory in him, and our cup will run over. Jesus came so that we would have life more abundantly, and God wants us to be full of Christ, full of Christ, who wants us to have life more abundantly. And as we lift up the name of Jesus, we will be saved and we will be glorified and we glorify God and we edify one another and we do the will of God. And our cup runs over and you know what happens when your cup runs over. That means you're full and you have enough to share. Share your testimony, share your love, share your wisdom, share your prosperity, share the goodness of God. When your cup is running over, you are going to share the goodness of God in your life. You are going to be that living joyful testimony. And so we're here, and I'm here, to encourage you by the Holy Spirit to lift up the name of Jesus in this very hour. In this very hour, you are given the opportunity to do it on Blog Talk Radio or to do it wherever you choose to do it, but to be mindful of it and lift the name of Jesus up and share the testimony of Christ. Share the testimony of Christ, what Christ is doing, what he's done, and what he'll continue to do in your life. And even of affirmations of what God has said, the prophetic word of what God has said, you know, I am whole. I am perfectly whole. I am holy. I am prosperous. I am victorious. You know, I am loving. I am a source of good. For me, for me and for everyone that comes into my life, you know, I am the flow of Christ. I mean, you can go on with the affirmations that you want to say, that you want to see come to pass, but you have to affirm it. I am the abundance of Christ, magnifying myself in this universe as prosperity. And as I share my testimony, I will continuously prosper. You know, I am perfect health. I am perfect health. You know, I am a healer. I am healed to be a healer. 
you know, I am victorious. I claim it now, the victory, you know. Our God is an awesome, mighty, living God. And what we speak from our mouth, God will lift that up and allow it not to fall to the ground, but it will do what it said it would do. Your words will do what you say it will do. So that's why we affirm the truth of who God is in us. That's why we share our testimony. You know, that's why we lift the name of Jesus up, because God has called us to it. And by us lifting the name of Jesus up, we are going to glorify God, and we're going to go from glory to glory God, you know, saved by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Tonight, we were going to have special guests on, and those special guests will be on next Friday. You know, we're going to have Prophetess Sonia on. You know, I remember Prophetess Sonia spoke with us about nutrition, and she will be on the next show coming up this Friday, and we're going to be sharing a great topic, you know, which is about denying self, you know, so we can live in mastery in Christ Jesus, you know, and the steps that it involves to deny self, you know. And I will just go over the five steps, and then I will leave the rest for the next show. And one is identify. Two is verify. Three is confess. Four is release. And five are the affirmations. You know, and we're going to be discussing that on the next show um, on Blog Talk. And on this show, we're going to be talking and sharing scripture. We're going to be holding on to the promises of God even right now in this hour. You know, we're going to hold on to the promises of God, but we're going to also be dealing with some issues. People are dealing with the economy right now, and the Christians don't have to worry about that. Those who are Christians, those who are saints and believers and seekers that believe and call on the name of Jesus Christ, you are not going to feel it like those who don't. a matter of fact, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And we are in that hour, so we need to be aware of it, conscious of it, and take our rightful place and stand. And as we do that, we need to begin to affirm and then begin to demonstrate, and then we are going to begin to command the blessings. The blessings are going to come forth because we're going to command it. We're going to have confidence in it and know that it's going to come forth, you know. And those that will surrender unto Christ even in this hour, God is going to bless you. God is going to bless you. God is going to bless you. You know, everyone must surrender sooner or later to Christ to Christ, which rules all, not only the physical life, but everything even beyond, beyond this world and worlds and world upon worlds. You know, every soul, everyone, everybody must surrender sooner or later to Christ, you know, to Christ. You know, and we are ambassadors of Christ. We are part of God's mighty army. We are ushering in the truth of who Christ is. You know, isn't it wonderful to know that God has called you to call in, to share your testimony? God has given you a testimony. Isn't that wonderful to know that God has even given you a testimony that you can begin to lift the name of Jesus up and say, well, you know, if it wasn't for the goodness of God in my life, I don't know where I would be. I don't know what I would be doing. I don't know even know if I would be here, you know, 
And just being able to say that, you know, you need to count that all joy and be joyful in it, that you are not only a testimony of Christ, but you are an ambassador for Christ to lift up his name every time. You know, so any time that you would have a problem, you can solve it if you surrender yourself to Christ and know that he is Lord of all, you know, and if you do this, every situation will begin to solve itself. Every situation you will know that God had his hand in it, even when difficulties come in your life, just begin to apply this simple principle of lifting the name of Jesus up, testifying and then affirming, testifying and affirming the goodness of Christ in your life. And you will unfailingly, unfailingly receive blessings and receive answers to your problems, to your problems that all begin in your mind because you really have the victory in Christ and there's no problem. It's only when you've made something bigger than what you should have had instead of lifting up Christ as the head of your life that it will seem like a problem. But when you diminish those things and realize that it's just a distraction and otherness and lift the name of Jesus up, you will solve it because you'll know that Christ is the head of your life and you're victorious. And you will be very dear in heart to Christ because he's called you to do it. And how do we do it? By believing. By believing in Christ. By believing in God. That's the beginning of this whole thing. That's the beginning. And that begins in our thoughts. Believing. Believing through faith. You know, having faith in Christ and believing. That's the step. Without it, you can't even move forward. Without believing that Christ died, resurrected, and ascended into, into heaven, without even believing that, you cannot even move forward. You know, and God has even given us, each of us a measure of faith, you know, and it's not faith in ourselves, but it's faith in Christ. And when you have faith in Christ, you are going to have the victory. You are going to have the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will have the victory. There will be no dream that's too big to come to pass. You know, no problem too hard for God to solve, you know, and and there's nothing that will be able to stand in your way. You will be unstoppable. You will be unstoppable and confident. So when we begin to comfort one another with our testimonies, for those who may be suffering, for those who may be lost, those who may be sad or just confused, perplexed, you know, or just don't know which way to go, you know, that's the best way we can convey our love to them and our wisdom by sharing the goodness of God through our experience in life. And we know that when we do that, all things will work together for good. All things will work together for good because that's part of God's divine law. God's divine law, as you put them first, all things are going to work together for good. You know, and you just need to hold on to that. Hold on to that truth and that promise, you know, and don't be anxious for anything. Don't even be anxious about the future, you know, with everything going on. You are to be anxious for nothing. You know, but just trust in God's mighty and merciful hand. 
and his plan in your life, you know, for your spiritual growth. All of this is for your spiritual growth, you know, but you are to trust in God and be anxious for nothing and just be reassured, you know, and be of a surety of Christ giving you the victory because you have the victory when you're in Christ, you know, you have the victory. And you do that and you know that when you go through certain obstacles and situations in life and God brings you through, when you have certain sorrows, you know, certain sufferings, you know, certain setbacks, and God just reveals to you that it was none of that. It was just a setup. It was a setup for you, a set up. It wasn't a setback. It was a setback in your mind. But in God's mind, in the Christ mind, it's always a set up. You know, you go from glory to glory, and God is always setting up. He's the author and finisher of our faith. God is the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and we're co-creators with God, you know, and God is in control. So when you try to make it seem like a setback, God will say, no, I'm the author and the finisher. This is a set up, you know, lift up my name, share of my goodness, and then you will see yourself go up with me, you know, from glory to glory. So in my father's house, there are many mansions. You know, and I go to prepare a place and you shall be also. So it's always a setup and it's never a setback, even in your situations now. Don't look at it like that. Don't look at any of this like that. Just smile, breathe, relax, trust, be still, move forward and know. Be still, move forward and know. Be still. Don't be troubled. Being still is not just not moving, because God is always moving. Be still means don't be troubled. Be still means listening. Be still means trusting. Be still means watching as well as praying. Be still means of a surety, knowing that Jesus Christ is Lord, and everything you do in him, you're going to have the holy victory. The holy victory, that's key. The holy victory, you know, and you will have the holy victory, you know. So when we go through these heartaches and these disappointments, you know, it's it's what you're going to name it. What are you naming it, Adam? Are you calling it a heartache? Are you calling it a disappointment? Are you calling it just a setup for the blessing, a setup for God's glory? You know, a setup to reveal the mighty working hand of God. You know, when you have fears and doubts and terrors, you know, and when you, you feel like the whole world is on your shoulder, you know, just remember it's God that's going to get the glory and it's just a setup. You know, it's just a setup. And we're going to move forward in the hope of Christ and in the light of Christ in the light of Christ, with persistent thinkings and thoughts of love, of kindness, of patience, of goodwill, goodwill for your fellow man, goodwill for your brothers and your sisters, you know, giving and forgiving, 
giving and forgiving, you know, constantly, you know, it's, it's a constant, constant step of giving, forgiving, loving, living, you know, being joyful and moving forward. And that giving shows that you're loving and that forgiving shows you're loving. And God said it. God said it. God commanded it. God commanded it in his word. You know, we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our soul and all our might. And we're to love our neighbor as ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, and we're to forgive. That's in the scripture. We're to forgive. We're to forgive. And how many times? Seventy times seventy. So that means we're constantly to forgive. So we're not even supposed to give thought or take care. You know, just just forgive. Just forgive and move forward. You're called to do it. You're called to do it. And then the Holy Spirit can begin to put the garment of praise upon you. The garment of praise, you know, where you can lift up the name of Jesus and all that other weight is removed and the garment of praise, you know, the yoke of Christ. Where the burden, where the yoke is easy and the burden is light, you know, and you to move in that. There's no darkness in that, you know. There's no gray area in it. It's complete light, complete light, a complete radiant light, you know. And if you see someone suffering, if there's nothing you can do for them, if there's no way that you can help alleviate their problem immediately, be it monetarily, be it through a word, be it through whatever gift or whatever you may possess within your power, within the Christ mind that you may have within the Holy Spirit, then the next thing you can do and the thing you should always be doing is pray. Prayer is powerful. So when someone is suffering, you're to pray immediately for them on the spot. It doesn't have to be long-winded, but just acknowledging, letting them know that you love them and that you care and that you're going to pray that God brings them through it, that their perspective on it will be different and that their situation will be moved mightily, you know, and you pray for them. So you don't always have to have something. Yes. When people are suffering and going through, yes, if someone needs food, then give them food. If someone needs a coat, you give them coat and shoes. If someone needs money, if they ask for a dollar, give them a dollar plus. You know, yes, you want to be able to do that, you know, but you also want to pray. So you do both. You do both. But if you don't have anything, then pray, you know, then pray. You know, I believe one of the apostles said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, this I give to you, which is the word of God, which is prayer, which is my love, you know, which is my testimony, you know. Give that, you know, and you'll be surprised how that can make a whole world of difference because every everyone will suffer. Everyone will go through. I mean, if you don't, then you question you know, are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? But it's the perspective. It's how you see, it, how it will come forth, how you will be renewed, how you will be reversed. You know, 
how your mind will be transformed. You know, will you look at it as a limitation or will you look at it as a whole new level and destination, you know? So you have to know that your soul, you're, you are going to emerge. You're going to emerge. That's why testimonies are good because you emerge. When you share your testimony, you're letting people know that you emerged from whatever process that was, you know, and you were successful because Christ was in your life, because you believed and you had faith, you know, and you emerge into that divine glory of Christ, you know, and then you go from glory to glory. So you will have more testimonies. You will have more testimonies. And by you sharing it, you will edify someone. There's someone out there that needs to know that God is real, that God is true, that God is, that our God is a living God. There's someone out there that needs to hear that, that our God is bigger than their circumstance, that our God is bigger than a card, that our God is bigger than a, a number, that our God is bigger than a, a run, that our God is bigger than a, a talisman, that our God is bigger than a, a, a star, that our God is bigger than the sun, that our God, our God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, the Alpha, the Omega, Elohim, El Shaddai, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, the creator of heaven and earth and all things seen and unseen, the creator of the universe, the creator of the universe of the universes. Wow, we have an awesome God that's bigger than that situation that you might be holding in front of you that you've made an idol to, that problem that you've idolized. That person that you've idolized, that place that you've idolized, that event that you've idolized, our God is bigger than that. That Our God is bigger than that location you're in. Our God is bigger than your pocketbook. Our God is bigger than your bank account. We have a living, mighty God that created everything. And in God we're to trust. And even on the dollar bill it says, in God we trust. That's what this country was built on. You know, in God we trust. You know, and we're to continuously trust in God. You know, who's king of kings and lord of lords. You know, so in your mind, when you go through these sufferings, or you know someone that might be going through it, remember that. Remember, we serve a mighty, powerful, 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 powerful God, an amazing God, a living God, a magnificent, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent God that if you say unto the mountain, be moved, and you have faith in Christ that it will move, then it will move. Then it will move. Then it will move. 
and so will your difficulties and your sorrows because you will renew your mind and your whole perspective will begin to change and your world will begin to change. You know, your world will begin to change by the renewing of your mind and we're called to do that daily. Renew your mind in Christ. Renew your mind in Christ. You have to train yourself to do this, you know. This is something that you have to consciously make a decision. You have to consciously renew your mind. You know, we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you know, and and, and we're saved. You know, we're children of God. But we have to consciously renew our minds, just like we have to consciously forgive. That's just like we have to love. You know, these are part of the things that we have to do, and we have to consciously make that effort, and soon it becomes effortless, you know, because we'll just be moving and living and being and having our whole perfect will in Christ, and it'll just be, we'll just be, we'll just be, we'll just be, you know, and we'll just know. You know, it's just like the steps of faith, believing, you know, having faith, believing. And then from believing, you just know. You just know without a shadow of a doubt. You know, you just know. And how do you know? You know because you've had testimonies. You know, when you have a testimony, you begin to know because you go from glory to glory, and then you know. And then you know. You know, you have a testimony, and then you know. You know, and then you believe. You go through a different situation and you believe and then you go through that situation and then you know. You know, you're always believing in Christ. But when you go through different situations that you've never gone through before, you want to go through them so you'll know. And that's why you go through them. So God reveals his mighty hand and lets you know, hey, be still and know. Be still. It's not by power of might but by my spirit. It's not by power of might, but by my spirit. And then as you continuously evolve up in him, you will just know. And then you'll say, well, what am I calling this? Am I calling it a setback or a setup? See, and the perspective is key. Every time we should call it a, a beautiful, victorious, holy setup. You know, a beautiful, victorious, holy setup. For the abundance of Christ to begin to move through our life. You know, God, Jesus Christ came so that we may live life more abundantly. So even when you go through stuff, it's just because challenges is to take you to the next level. Challenges is opportunities. Crisis is opportunity in in Chinese, I believe. You know, that's the word for it. You know, and challenges and crisis crisis is to take you to the next level. You know, it's an opportunity right there to make a decision. Do I stay where I'm at or do I keep it moving forward? Do I stay where I'm at or do I set myself up to go to the next level in glory in Christ? It's an opportunity. And we're always to take hold of opportunities when they come upon us and look at it in the Christ mind. So therefore we renew our mind. You know, these are these are the steps we do. It's it's like an A B C. It's like an A B C. These are steps we take, and it's daily. 
It's daily. So that's why sometimes words may sound repetitious. You know, you might say, oh, I've heard that before. Well, you know, repetition is the mother of all learning. And sometimes you could hear it. But, you know, like, are you listening? You know, like, are you really listening? Are you really affirming? Are you really acting upon it? Are you demonstrating it? You know, we're to be hearers of the word, but we're also to be doers of the word. And sometimes in order to be a doer, you need to know the steps, you know. And, and one of the steps is renewing the mind, you know. And even so, like, you might go through something and say, oh, this is not good, not good. Well, how many times you can say it till you're going to say, wait a minute, let me renew my mind. This is good. And all things work together for good for them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You know, and I love the Lord. Guess what? I love the Lord. You know, and I am called according to his purpose. So so this is not I'm 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 I have to renew my mind in the way I'm seeing this thing. I have to begin to smile and renew my mind and know that all things will work together for good for them who love the Lord. Well, I'm one of them. I'm one of them that love the Lord. Father God, you know I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you. I'm one of them. So guess what? This is just a setup because this is going to work together for good, you know, and just you move from there. You move forward and know, and then you share that testimony. When you go through that, you share it with someone because someone else might be going through what you've already been through, you know, and so you're called to share it, you know, and do what you can to help others. Do what you can. Don't put it off. You know, and there's nothing wrong to giving to someone you don't know. As a matter of fact, that's, that's, that's you know, in the Bible, you know, you, we give to our children. But when, but when you give to someone you don't even know, that's an even greater sign of compassion and love, you know. And we're called to do that. We're to love our neighbors as ourselves you know, and, and give. And I'm saying in some, you're probably saying, well, the economy, we're talking about giving, I need, you know, well, you never say it's a need. You know, instead of saying what you need and you, instead of wanting and instead of thinking about what you need, start thanking God for what you have and start being thankful and be full of thanksgiving, you know. And as you do that, you know, when you give, you know, something will be given than unto you, you know, but you don't just give for things to be given unto you. Give because you love. Give because you're thankful, you know, and give because that's what God did. That's what God did. For God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave. One One of the key principles here, you know, God so loved the world that he gave. Now, the two most important commandments that Christ told us was you are to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul, right? And then love thy neighbor as thyself. Okay, so God so loved the world that he gave. So after we love, how do we love? By giving. By giving. By giving. That's how we love. There's no other. Well, you're going to give something. That's how you show your love, be it your wisdom be it your, your, your wisdom or your knowledge by, or your time or your creativity or your, 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 your treasures, you're going to give something. That's how you show you love. And then 
when things happen that you don't understand in relationships, you're still going to give. How are you going to give? You're going to forgive. You're going to forgive because you're called to do that, you know. And once you forgive, then it's a continuous influx and flow of blessings coming forth from me to you, from you to me, continuously, continuously. So you're never stuck. There's no drought. There's no lack. There's no lack. There's no setting back because it's always moving forward. It's a continuous cycle and circulation of the blessings of God. And he said it right there. And he said it right there. He said it right there. For God so loved the world that he gave his, let's move it forward now, his only. When was the last time you gave your only? When was the last time you gave your only? When was the last time you shared a nugget, one of the only nuggets you thought you had when God had so much more for you? One of the truths you thought, and you said, oh, it's just for me. Oh, God, share that with me. I, I, I have that for me. I don't want to share this revelation with no one else. You know, your only revelation. <laughs> when God has so much more for you. Your only dollar. When God has so much more for you. You know, your only time. You only got a little bit of time here. I don't even have time to give you. You know, your only time. When God gives us time. When God is full of mercy and grace. When was the last time you gave your only? God gave his only begotten son. Wow. Wow. We can't compete. We cannot outdo God in giving. We can, we, can, we, can, we can just do and follow the principles of God and be obedient to his word, but we can't outgive God in giving. So what is it to you if you gave your only last dollar? or your only $100, or your only loaf of bread, you know, or your only only testimony that you was keeping to yourself, you know, or your only poem, the only poem you ever wrote, you know. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Nothing. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, running over. Running over, running over. That's the miracle of God. That's the miraculous working power of God. He did it with the, the, with the two loaves. Uh, you know, he did it with the, the little boy when he only had that one meal and they had to feed the multitude, you know. He did it. He multiplied. He lifted it up. He lifted it up to Father God in heaven. And gave thanks for it. And gave thanks. Jesus Christ lifted it up to Father God in heaven and gave thanks, you know, and fed the multitude. Fed the multitude. Can you imagine feeding a multitude of people when you only feel like you only have just enough for yourself? And you wind up feeding thousands upon thousands upon thousands. You know, when you share the goodness of God, do you know how many people are knowing just from you sharing it with one person, that one person sharing it with another person, that other person sharing it? You know, God moves exponentially. God moves exponentially. That's why when we're blessed by God, we're blessed in folds. You know, a hundredfold, sevenfold. We're blessed in folds. 
That's how God blesses, you know. We're blessed that even one fold is two. We're blessed in fold. God moves exponentially in our life, you know, when he blesses us. He doesn't give us, you know, one for one. He doesn't give us two for one. He blesses us exponentially. We can't outgive God and given, but we can live more abundantly by our giving, by our giving of ourselves. And Jesus Christ came so that we would have life and have life more abundantly. So he set the pace. He showed you every single time. He set the pace. He showed you. We're called to do. He said even greater works than these shall we do. You know, and we're called to live in mastery in Christ. No, no disciple is greater than its master. But you can become as your master, but you can't be greater than your master. You know, so therefore, in Jesus Christ, who is our master, and we as his disciples, when we begin to conquer our emotions, when we begin to cast down all false imaginations that would exalt itself against the word of God, when we begin to live and move and have our being in Christ, follow the principles of God, the word of God, have relationship with Christ, get the emotions and the little eye out the way, and begin to do what Christ did and still does, our living God is doing even now, then we begin to walk in mastery in each and every situation, in each and every circumstance in our life. We begin to call it, call, be not as though they are. We were called to call things from the beginning. That was one of the first things. That was the only job, actually, that Adam was put on the earth to do, to name things, you know, and have dominion, to name a thing. So we're, to, we're called to call it. Now, what are you going to call it? What are you going to call your circumstance right now? What are you calling it? What are you calling it? Have you renewed your mind yet first? Renew your mind first before you call it anything. And this is a process and it's a continuous process. Renew your mind. Renew your mind and then affirm. Affirm. If you need prosperity, say it. Prosperity is abundantly mine. Because Jesus Christ came so that I may have life and have it more abundantly. So guess what? then prosperity is abundantly mine, and I claim it now. I claim it now. All good flows to me. It flows to me naturally. It flows to me easily. And I accept all the good that comes to me, and every word that comes out of my mouth is good. And every word that comes forth and everything that flows out of me is good, and it's a continuous cycle of good, you know, and all things that will work together for good for me because I love the Lord, you know, and God is an abundant God, and God has created an abundant universe, and I am part of that abundance in this universe, and therefore I am prosperous. So, 
to see that, you have to renew your mind. There is no limitlessness in God. God is full of infinite, infinite, infinite joy, wealth, prosperity, and goodness. You know, and I am prosperous. And I am prosperous. And everything that my hand touches and even those that bless me, I will bless. You know, and so even in this hour, you are to affirm that. You are to affirm. And I have the victory. I have the holy victory in Christ, you know. And affirm it. Affirm it. You know, start with the pure goodness and love flows forth through me and to me now. And you know why flowing forth through me and to me now? It's to prosper me and others, to prosper me and others. You know, it's not just for me, it's for others. You know, renew your mind. What's your intent? What's your intent? Hey, let's just think even right now. What is our intent? Okay, you want to move. You want more money. You want, you want uh, marriage. Um, you, want, you want a greater ministry. You want, what do you want? You know what you want. You know, you want to maybe lose weight. You want to, you always have wants. Okay? Well, stop wanting but start thinking. But in the process of you learning to stop wanting, what is your intent from the want? What is your intentions? Why do you want these things? You know, our Father in heaven knows our needs. You know, and he knows our heart's desires, you know, but as we be in the center of his will, and that's the intent, the mind of Christ through the renewing of the mind, then some of the things you want you might not really want because you'll line your intentions up with the word of God. And then when you do that, then a lot of the things that you're wanting, you will, you will no longer want but you want to be in the center of God's will. You want to be and say and do and live and have your being in Christ and be that which is pleasing to Father God. And then when you even say that, you'll say, well, those things that I wanted, would that have pleased Father God? Will it help edify and glorify his name? Is it for kingdom building? You know, what is your intent? What is your intent? Begin to write it down even in this hour. What are your, write down your intentions in this hour. Write down your intentions. We write down our affirmations, but write down your intentions. You know, your intentions, you know, are part of what leads you to setting goals. You know, you, we set goals, but if we have no intention, no purpose, then a lot of times the goals are not met because we're really not looking at the intention of the goals that we're setting and the purpose behind it. So begin to look at your intentions as you have your wants. Begin to look at it. God knows your needs, and he's satisfied. In the Bible it says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or see bacon bread. And you know that you can share a testimony. You've never been bacon bread. You know, and neither will your seed bake bread. You know, part of the inheritance 
part of our inheritance, our children's inheritance is the word of God, you know, and the blessings of God that make it rich and add of no sorrow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, you know, um, actually, if you're trying to call in to share your testimony right now, you can call in on the next show. We can chat in on the next show. I'm actually not able to open up the line for you. But this gives you an opportunity to share it with someone else, someone sitting next to you, maybe call someone on the phone or maybe share it on another blog talk show or even just share it, you know, later on tonight with a loved one. You know, share your testimony of what God has uh, brought you through and even how some revelation, some enlightenment, you know. And you share it through a song. You share it through a word. You know, there's so many ways you can do it. You can publish it. You can draw it. You can chat it. You can type it. You can sew it. You can sing it. You know, just to name a few. You could tweeter it. You could blog it. You know, God has opened up every single arena for you to lift the name of Jesus Christ up. You know, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, you you want to be standing on that rock. You know, you don't want the rock to have to fall on you, you know. But either way, guess what? You are going to share your testimony. You're going to lift the name of Jesus up. You know, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to do it because God said it in the Word. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, Jesus Christ is Lord, Lord over all. And, you know, whether you believe it or not, whether you, you care to share it or not, the truth still remains. The truth still remains. Heaven and earth, if it passes away or shall pass away or will pass away, but guess what? God's word will remain. God's word will remain. You know, Jesus the Christ, who is Lord of lords, King of kings. You know, so share that. I thank all of you who listened into the show, you know, and I look forward to you joining us as we minister to you on the next show next Friday on Blog Talk Radio. We have special guest, Prophetess Sonia, and we're going to be sharing about how to begin to, you know, identify the idols in your life, identify what you need to cast down, you know, and also how to learn how to deny self, self-gratification. And as you deny self, you will begin to live in mastery in Christ. You begin to live in mastery in Christ when you deny yourself, when you deny yourself, which is your ego. You begin to live in mastery in Christ Jesus. You know, Jesus was the servant. Jesus set the pace. God set the example. You know, the Word of God, everything in the Word of God is teaching us, teaches us. The Word teaches us. 
Jesus is the Word made flesh. And the Word of God teaches us how to live more abundantly, how to live in mastery, how to do the greater work. So get in the Word, begin to read the Word, and let the Holy Spirit come alive in the Word. Let the Holy Spirit come alive. Don't just read the letter of it, but ask God to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal unto you the word of truth. Begin to read the word. Begin to pray. Lift the name of Jesus Christ up. You know, and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. You know, and if you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, if you know you need to repent, go find yourself at an altar and repent because the altar is where you repent because it alters. It alters the situation. So so go, you know, during church or wherever you go and repent, repent, repent. I just heard that for someone out there listening. You know, you know, you could be already saved and, and find yourself doing some things that you shouldn't have done, you know, and whatever it may be, you know, we all know, you know, what we need to do to make it right with Christ, you know, to alter our thinking, to renew our mind, to get us on the right perspective and in the center of God's will moving forward, you know, so, and and that's where the altar is, where we take it to God, we take it to God in prayer, and then we go and confess our sins, you know, we confess our sins. You know, have you ever done that? Have you done that lately? You can confess your sins where you're at, you know, even if it's the sin of doubt or the sin of lack or disbelief, you know, confess it, let God know, ask God to help you, help you increase your faith, you know. As you do that, you know, God's going to reveal his mighty hand. God's going to reveal his mighty hand. To God be the glory. I love you all very much. I love you all much. So much peace, joy, love, and abundance and prosperity. And smile. Begin to smile, even in this hour. Smile. And remember, remember most of all, the, the ultimate, the greatest, the mighty, mighty, ultimate love of my life and of your life, the greatest love of all, the greatest love of all. There's no greater love. There's no greater love. It's Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. And remember that. Remember that. We give God all honor, praise, and glory in this hour. And I thank you, Father God that even your healing process is taking place now in the minds of the believers and the seekers and the saints, Father. I thank you right now for the newness that you're bringing forth, even in this hour. And I thank you for the ideas for the people of God who begin to take their rightful stand in the earth in this hour. In Jesus Christ's holy name. God bless with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.